Welcome, everybody, to Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. And, guys, if you haven't already, go check out our YouTube channel, Instagram account, and email me on commonsensechristianitypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions. And if you want to support us, just go ahead and share the podcast with everyone you know. Give us a five-star review. And also, k- keep us in your prayers. And right now with me, I am very excited. We have Cameron Piku, the co-author of The Mormon Live, which is on our website, which uh, you can find the links on one of these episodes. I'll probably put it in here. Cameron, can you hear me just fine? Yes, sir. Cameron? Yes. Well, that's an awful start. Uh, Cameron? Hello? Uh. Yo, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you just fine now. Man, that took us like six or seven minutes. Well. Yeah, all right. So, guys, the topic of today is, again, the LDS Church. Because we live in Utah, and we just have to talk about them. Isn't that right, Cameron? Yes. So, do you have a copy of of, uh, the chapter of our book with you, Cameron? Not currently right now because i remember i gave it back to you because um the only copy i actually got of the book was the very very well, first one well go on so to i sent it back oh we'll go into google google docs bro yeah yeah just go into your computer and well, look it up really quickly so what are we gonna go over today ethan are we doing so we're just gonna talk about mormonism and like some mormon topics well do you want to do on uh, on them being Christians or not? That's what I was wondering. Do you okay. want to do it on them saying that they're Christians? Sure. Sounds like a fun topic to me. Yes. All right. So, you want to start it off? Uh, sure. So, guys, I know we talk about it a lot, but this is a very important topic to us. And Cameron knows just as much about it as I do. In fact, that's probably his best topic regarding common sense Christianity. And, uh... It's something very important to discuss because it describes the whole mentality of the church. And they, what the church tries to do is hide, uh, go into the bed with Christians almost, if that is a good description for it. And by calling themselves Christians, even though their very beliefs are anti-Christian. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're just going to talk about stuff in... In the book, I give you an overview, which, by the way, we, we should be done with it by the end of next summer. At least that's what... Which, by the way, if you haven't checked out that interview, just um, just go in and check out that interview on Heart of the Matter. And it's I also have it on my YouTube channel, Common Sense Christianity. And, uh, yeah. Cameron, do you have it up? Uh, no, sir. It will not work. Um, so, anyways, I know what the main part of it is. Okay. So, if they're saying, I don't know how to start this. So you're in an argument, right, with somebody, and then they start saying, well, we're Christian. Yeah, we're Mormon, mm-hmm. but we're Christian. Then ask them, like, let's say three basic questions that all Christians believe. And if they say no, then mm-hmm. they're not, like, that's part of it. Yeah. But then adding on to that, you tell them what the Trinity means and what it is in Christianity. Yeah. That's... Yeah. yeah, that's generally what I do. And the three questions are, uh, is there more than one God? Uh, is Jesus the only way? And 
I forgot what the other one was. Man, oh, we are really starting yeah, off. We bad. are like slow <laughs> today, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, at first my phone doesn't work for like seven attempts, and then after yeah. that, whew. Yeah, well, I think it might have been my mom's iPad, but that's a whole different story. Technical difficulties on the cheap common sense Christianity. But, um, yeah, so there's a lot of things that you have to deal with. And they love using the emotional side. And they try and play a trick with you, almost. Like, I remember having this discussion in my biology class, Cameron. And I mentioned it on Sean's show the other day when... uh. When they say, oh, I love Christ. I, I, I love Christ for what he did to me, f- did for me. And it's really uh, delusional almost. Not delusional, but it, it's a trick that yeah. they try and pull. And it, it's, it's deceiving. It, it, it's really annoying. So I remember with one of our friends, his name is uh, Spencer. Yeah. Anyways, what happened was, was that... Um, we got into an argument about, it was actually quite a bit ago, but it, we argued for about, I would say, eight hours. It was not, no, eight hours. Eight it hours like in the... two days. Yeah. Two days we argued for eight hours okay, about sure. this yeah. um, topic, right? Uh-huh. And so his main argument was, just go and ask God, and you get a good feeling after this. He never had any facts, like, facts involved at all. It was just, do you get a good feeling or not? Yeah. That was their whole main argument. Well, uh, well, that's a, the argument of a lot of religious people, unfortunately. It, and uh, it, it deceives people in that way. Because the devil can deceive people. I really do hate to say it. I was making this point to the missionaries the other day. Uh, the, the devil is a deceiver. And feelings are... Uh, what, what's the word? De- deceiving. And... and uh, I just bring up the point of here are a bunch of things that Christians believe. Oh, I remember the third point now. It's do you believe in the Trinity, uh, three in one God, right? Yes. But uh, here are three things that every single, uh, well, most Christians believe in and accept, no matter what denomination. And uh, and they, the LDS Church just totally rejects rejects it. And. It's bewildering to me, almost, uh, that they still continue to to claim claim the name Christianity. Yes. Yeah. Uh, See, now, the main issue is when you're talking to Mormons, they're not, they're probably not going to listen. You have to find the right person to actually listen. Yeah. Because most of the times, like nine times out of, Actually, no. I'd probably say 99 times out of 100 people. A lot of them will just say, no, no, you're just a Mormon hater. And then they won't listen to anything you say because they're so... How do you... What do you say? Uh, they're so, like, straight-minded that they are correct, that they don't open well, up to anybody else's opinions most of the times. So yeah. That's not all the times, but that's most of the times. But Well, here's a quote uh, that settles it. Uh, Joseph Smith said this, by the way. He says, In the beginning, the head of the gods called a council of the gods, and they came together and convocated a plan to create the world and people in it. But that contradicts directly to Alma 11, 28 uh, through 29, uh, where it says, Now Zezrum said, uh, Is there more than one God? 
And he answered, no. And that just shows the progression with, with Joseph Smith uh, developing his doctrine over, over the, the years when he was coming up with the Book of Mormon. And it's really hard to find and almost come, come back to that, honestly. And you know, well, Cameron... Well, oh, go ahead. Well, so also, I don't... Most, like, I don't know. I don't know if this is for 100% true, but a mm-hmm. lot of times when you start saying all, like, the bad things that Joseph Smith did, yeah. they instantly deny it and they say, no, 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 that's not true. He's a great man. Yeah. Do you want to go into that topic? I mean, we could, book, but... So you have I, more? I just want to read this quote from the Bible, uh, too. Um, Isaiah 44, 6 states... This is what the Lord says, Israel's king and redeemer, the Lord of heaven's armies. I'm the first and the last. There is no other God who is like, like me. Let him step forward and prove to you his power. Let him do as I have done since ancient times when I established a people and explained his future. So uh, that, again, goes against, one, the doctrine of the plurality of gods, but two, uh, the LDS claim that they can become like Heavenly Father. God literally challenged people right there in Isaiah 44, 6. They challenged people um, to try and compare to him. So what the LDS religion does, it undermines the entire thing. And it undermines God. But... Camera, what what did you say you wanted to get into, Joseph Smith? If you wanted to get into that, there's I think there's a good portion in that book that we wrote. Which, well, by the way, I need to figure out how to. I'm um it, next time we talk about this, yeah, I'll probably be at your house. I'll probably get it in a link and all that. So that well, way, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you, you and I need to work on that book more. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, I want it done by the end of the summer. But that's off topic. The audience doesn't need to know all this. Uh, so, Justin Smith, um, l- listening to a lot of Sean McCraney's uh, older shows, I have learned quite a bit about uh, the the development of the Book of Mormon. So, uh, of course, CLDS will tell you uh, he had a vision of, and there's contradictory statements in this, I believe, of either Moroni, an angel, or God the Father, which... Those are leaves a lot of holes in it to explain, but we'll leave that alone. Uh, but it, the Book of Mormon is actually a more Christian document. It it teaches Christian doctrines. I'm not saying it's true, but I, it teaches more of a Christian doctrine, right? So when you get to the Doctrine and Covenants and the Pearl of Great Price and all that, there appears to be a more development and separation between between Mormonism and Christianity at that point. So it shows that Joseph Smith at one point was trying to say more Christian, but then over time he began to uh, separate into his own little uh, religion. Um. So I don't... I don't know if I remember this properly, and I don't. I remember when I was working in the book. I'm gonna search it up real quick. But uh-huh. Joseph Smith, hang on, give me a second. I gotta figure out this is right. Yeah. 
So, Joseph Smith, didn't he, um, you want to go, you have the book with you right now? You want to yeah. go over some of the things he did? Well, um, some of it I might have deleted out, I can't really remember, but, uh, I mean, uh, we could talk about polygamy and stuff. So, first of all, God never supported such acts, such as polygamy, like Mormons say. Like, when I was talking to the Mormon missionaries the other day. They were saying that God, that Joseph Smith uh, was protecting the wives, and that's why God instituted it. But that there are other ways than that, and I mean that's like a really crazy excuse. God punished uh, people such as Solomon because of many wives, or David. But you could argue that it it was for murdering uh, Bathsheba's husband. Uh, you could make that argument, but I think it's a more poor argument. I think it was both. But set all that aside, it's not clearly, uh, polygamy isn't clearly a sin in the Bible. But what is a sin is Joseph Smith making false accusations and um, false prophecies. For example, he, according to James R. James R. Spencer's book, Have You Witnessed a Mormon Lately? Uh, Joseph Smith said Jesus would come back in 1891, I believe. Uh, that And... Just one false prophecy in and of itself just going it ruins the prophetic um nature of the so called prophet. It ruins the evidence for him. Cameron, you got what you were Yes, trying to pull I up? believe yeah. I got what I was trying to pull up. So I don't know if this is the right wording for this, but I remember uh-huh. searching stuff and I searched it up again. So Joseph Smith made the Book of Mormon saying that he translated the Bible, that he went through the whole entire Bible making inspired mm-hmm. corrections. And you oh crap, what part of the Bible says that the You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Revelation? Yeah. Well, you know what? I was talking to uh Sean about that and he doesn't like that verse. And I don't know if I'm gonna necessarily use it as much because it is speaking uh specifically to the prophecy but it does provide a good point in the fact that you can't just throw things in there yeah like what joseph smith he used uh american concepts in the book of mormon right so for example horses horses didn't come to the americas in pre um, pre pre-european times that that's a fact right or there's um battlefields uh, we can look at the battlefields in the Book of Mormon where millions and millions of people died. You would be able to find massive graveyards from that. Not all the bones would be degraded. Or you would be able to find the genetic evidence linking the so-called Lamanites to the Israelites in Israel. But there is no genetic uh, genetic uh, resemblance there. And I think that is very damning uh, evidence for the Book of, against the Book of Mormon. So, I know both of our viewers are probably Mormons, right? And yeah. I know y'all are probably listening to this right now. Like, you don't have to you don't have to agree with everything we're saying. I just want you to think why you're Mormon, right? Yeah. I want you to do some research and just... And just be open-minded about it, right? I mean... If you're a Mormon that's still listening to this episode that has it to now, I credit you for that. Because too much in the Mormon church and in any church, for example, uh, people don't like to listen to other opinions. And again, I talked about this on Heart of the Matter. 
because that's the really main issue. We want you to think. And, wh- and I think when you really look at the evidence not provided by your church, and you look by the evidence provided by atheists, Christians, uh, past Mormons, you will realize um, that maybe, just maybe, the church is wrong. A good source um, is utlm.org. Sean McCranny recommends it all the time. As quotes, he has all sorts of evidence. And if you go to my school, you can talk to me personally. I'll, me, me and Cameron here would be more than happy to talk to you about anything, uh, any doubts that you might have. We have books and we give you uh, special access to our chapter, what we've got so far. And we're always willing to help you. And if, and if you're just listening and you don't know me personally... Just email us, commonsensechristianitypodcast at gmail.com. I haven't gotten a single question yet, and I want you guys to. I want you to flood my inbox with questions to answer. Remember that email, commonsensechristianitypodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to keep throwing it out there until you guys start emailing, emailing me. Cameron, is there anything else you wanted to discuss? Uh, no, sir. All right, y'all, that was a brief intro. You will be hearing a lot more Cameron. He's finally getting more involved in the ministry once again. We're very happy about that. And if you haven't already, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go follow us on Instagram, all under the same brilliant and creative name, Common Sense Christianity. God bless you guys. And until next time, I'm Ethan Foster here with Cameron Piku here on Common Sense Christianity. You just listened to an episode of Common Sense Christianity. I'm your host, Ethan Foster, as always, and we love doing this for you guys. Please share the podcast with your friends and family if you like it, and frankly, even if you don't, uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review so that more people can hear the word of God. And until next time, God bless you.